1: You are Locked
2: On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team team. every day. day, day, day.
3: We have a lunatic named Chris Russell that works for this radio station. Yeah, I know that guy. I'm sure you're familiar. I was just curious what your opinion is on him.
4: Well, (laughs) I never really liked Chris. Really, anybody at the media... At all. Everybody who shreds me in the media, I'm not a big fan of. But but, no, Chris has always been pretty fair. I like Chris. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 141 of the
0: Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us as we hit the home stretch of the regular season. Redskins, losers of four in a row, six and seven, heading down to Jacksonville for the Jaguars this Sunday afternoon at one. Let's get to our special guest uh, right away. It's a guy I respect and admire a lot. He does a great job, uh, not only in radio, print, and everything in between, uh, his name is Wes McElroy. You can listen to him on Fox Sports Radio 910 in Richmond, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, where the Redskins, for now, host training camp as well. You can listen to him on the Virginia Tech Football Hokies Radio Network uh, on many different affiliates, and IMG as well. He does some VCU Ram stuff, and he writes a column for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Basically, he's got 4,000 jobs, uh, and he's a master of them all. So we say hello to my pal Wes McElroy, who, again, you can follow on Twitter, at WesFoxSports910. Mr. McElroy, thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Welcome to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for the invite. Happy holidays, Chris. Absolutely. Great to have you uh, aboard with us. And you talk about the Washington Redskins a whole lot on your radio show, not only during training camp with the Redskins, again, are in your neighborhood at the training facility down there, but as the regular season unfolds. And I guess I'll start with this, being that you got the bird's-eye view during training camp that even I didn't get because I was only down there four or five days. When you saw this team back in late July and August – what did you think they were, and how does that measure to what they've turned out to be? I was late July and August.
3: I, I thought probably about a seven and nine team. And then I saw Alex Smith come in, and, and I kind of liked some of the things that I saw. And I said, okay. And Darius Geis comes in. I thought, all right, maybe, maybe I'm thinking eight wins nine and seven I never once thought that this was a playoff team I thought there was too many holes and too many weaknesses and just seeing what had happened last year and I'm not trying to be Nostradamus but after what I saw last year with the offensive line and the lack of attention to it yeah it didn't really make me think and hold out hope that week 12 week 13 week 14 they'd be in a good situation now lo and behold I didn't know that they would lose two all two starting linemen in the same game but yeah, I mean, back then, yeah, I, I probably figured in that 7-9, to 9-7, nine, nine to and Chris, I know we'll get into this, I'm sure, but I remember that because on my show the first day of training camp, I said my biggest question about this season is when it all ends, when it's all said and done, does it feel like it's going somewhere? Mm-hmm. And I, I use that word specifically, somewhere. Somewhere. Because I, I didn't know. Not didn't somewhere over team.
0: the rainbow, right? No, You're just saying somewhere, somewhere. meaning heading I mean, in the right direction or heading no, in the that, wrong that, direction? That was, that,
3: that was a twist to it, okay? Because because at seven and nine, eight and eight nine and seven, it would be right around that five hundred mark, of which they are, right. which the Redskins are. And the question was, at the end of this year, does it feel like it's going somewhere? Because people can argue, hey, you know, these, these days are at least we're not the two and fourteen or three and thirteen team. In this way, it, it's actually been worse. You know, you don't know if you're trending up or you're trending down. You just kind of. Out of the ship, out of the sea, just kind of floating and bobbing up and down. So that was my big question. When all of said and done, are you a nine and seven, either in the playoffs or just missing the playoffs? And it feels like this is going in the right direction with Alex Smith, and Jake right. Ruden. And, and then I thought, okay, or is it seven and nine? They barely get to seven wins, and you know you've got to make changes at the end of the year. And that was my big question: it is this going somewhere, or don't are we left in another year going injuries, and I don't right. know, and you know. The, the woulda, coulda, shoulda, what ifs, so and maybe it'll be different, and then they bring back the same cast of characters, which you felt like you could argue last week. Now, um, and I don't want to cut off any of your follow-up questions, uh, it now feels like we need massive
0: change. Right, absolutely, and and uh, I was going to get to that, but being that you just already there, you mentioned like kind of out on a ship, you know, uh, in, in in the sea, I've called the Redskins the Titanic. And uh, and maybe that's you know too much hyperbole. Whatever. I mean, they are only six and seven. I understand they're on quarterback number four. But the bottom line is Wes. You know, it it, it feels like that for me because unlike in previous bottoming out moments, this team, unless I'm missing something, you you mentioned Darius guys. That's about and 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 maybe some more experience for that defensive line, uh, and maybe some more depth there. That's about the only positive that I look forward and say, man, I can hang my hat on that. See, this is bad in and of itself, right? What has happened, it's unfortunate, it's unlucky, it's another year, another lost year. But it's not isolated to, oh, they'll be great next year or they'll be fine Mm -mm. next year because I don't think they will. No, and that's
3: where it's got to be, just gut repping to be a fan of this organization to be a fan of this team not this organization they don't have many fans of this organization <laughs> but to, to be a fan of this team is because it, it you know there's a lot of people that can look and say hey brighter days ahead right Cleveland Browns last year can look and say hey we got the number one overall draft right. like, a little ray of sunshine to cling to when you go into the off season." and for a Redskin fan base I mean look there's only one thing that's going to bring hope right now and that's if uh, if Dan Snyder fires Bruce Allen and if Dan Snyder sits down and says, "Look, after how many decades I don't get it. I don't know what I'm doing here i gotta I gotta wipe my hands clean of this. I gotta turn over a football guy. I gotta make this an investment, and I gotta back off and you and I both know that's not gonna happen. Yeah. It may happen to fire with Bruce Allen, mm-hmm. but no one can see Dan Snyder backing off and letting somebody else do this long term ride the ride the rough times." and and make tough decisions and do things that Dan might not want to do, but it's got to be done. And that's where Redskins fans can hold out hope and they can wish upon a star and they can hope make a list of Santa Claus, but Dan Snyder's not going to change. He's just after so many years and after so many, you think this is rock bottom moments. I, I I can't sit here and give you this great hot take about, Hey, this might be it. And Hey, maybe he learned his lesson. He may can Bruce Allen, but, it's only going to be radical until he does something radical like that.
0: We're joined by uh, the great Wes McElroy, my pal, my colleague. Uh, listen to him mornings on Fox Sports 910 in Richmond, uh, especially if you're a Redskins fan in the Virginia area. If you go down to training camp, Wes does a great job. Uh, as well, read him in the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Also does Virginia Tech football and uh, VCU Ram basketball. As well, make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Fox Sports Nine. Ten And, you know, it's interesting, Wes, because just as I was listening to what you said, you know, the only guy in the world that thought Bruce Allen was a good enough football guy to be the president of football operations, not just a business president, the president of football operations and the executive vice president at first when Mike Shanahan was also hired or brought in. But to have a real big hand in the football operations, the only guy in the world that thought that? Was Dan Snyder. So I guess even if they fire Bruce, right, which in and of itself is one thing, and a lot of skepticism remains about whether he's going to do that or not, we have to hope that even if they let that guy go, that... The guy that's ultimately making the decision has half a clue about his next hire and who he hires, because if he hires the wrong guy again, nothing, maybe some things are going to change, but it's not really going to improve the football operations standpoint if he hires again somebody that's not qualified to be the director of football operations.
3: Our colleague Michael Phillips, the sports editor at the Times-Dispatch and Redskins beat reporter, Michael, had a great tweet. and. You know how much social media flies during the middle of a game, Chris. I'm going through it. I'm looking Sunday. And Michael had it. Michael said, Let me lay this out for you. You can't hire a defense, ask the head coach to hire a defensive coordinator because you don't trust him. Yeah. You can't ask the president of operations or president of football to hire the next head coach because you don't trust him. And you can't ask the owner to hire the next president because you don't trust him. And that's the Redskins. It's just this domino, this trickle down effect of. Okay, what exactly where here in this line, the succession line, am I going to feel good about something. It just amazes me. And this this, this I remember saying this about the NFL. Like mean, Chris, you and I we both live on a budget. We have, we have kids, we got to live on a budget. Mm-hmm. We have bills to pay. We don't have this incredible expendable income. It amazes me how people in this world are smart enough to be CEOs and executives and sometimes still live in this isolated world that they do, where they think there's nothing wrong, where they think people like you and I are not going to figure it out. And the NFL has done this so many times. I remember going on a tirade one time just saying, hire a public relations firm because just no one thinks of an and or a but or an if. It amazes me that Dan Snyder has made his wealth, that he is a successful businessman, that he just can't look at this situation and say, I need to delegate. Because there is a chance here, and this is so far beyond belief and, and ideal here, there's still a chance for Dan Snyder to rewrite history. There's still a chance for him to move into a new stadium, to build the Redskins back up. And we, we so many times in society, we remember the last thing we saw. We remember the, 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 the most recent 10 years, not the 10 years prior. What happens if this builds back up? What happens if they become a consistent contender? Mm -hmm. You would think after 20-some years, he would understand, hey, this is not how you do it, and I'm not doing it the right way. Let me step back. Let me bring in the right people. Let me bring a championship to this area, and, oh, my gosh, I'll be forever remembered as a legend. Yet they just keep – they can't get out of their own way, and it's just befuddling to see it go year after year, administration after administration, but still there's that guy at the top.
0: Coming up next with my pal West McElroy, Fox Sports nine ten in Richmond, as well the Richmond Times Dispatch, uh, and again Virginia Tech football and VCU VCU Ram basketball coverage. I should say uh, we will discuss Joss. Josh Johnson. If I could say that in English, you'd think I'd do this uh, for a living. The new Redskins quarterback du jour. And also, what would a win or two wins mean for Jay Gruden? We'll do that next, along with some television ratings uh, news in uh, both Washington, D.C. and in Richmond to kind of gauge fan interest. want to get Wes's thoughts uh, on that. That's all still to come here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 141. Thanks for being with us, guys. Make 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 sure you follow at Wrestlemania621, at Locked Redskins, and at Locked on NFL Net. For all of your NFL and Redskins coverage, we're back in a flash. Guys, this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to you by our friends at Action Heat. It is getting cold outside. Whether you're a football fan and you're going to a football game in December or January, skier, snowboarder, you work outside, whatever, Nobody wants to be cold, right? You want to be warm, uh, you want to feel good, and you want to wear comfortable clothing. Well, that's what Action Heat provides, including heating jackets, heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. Stay warm and cozy from head to toe with our friends at Action Heat. Available in men's and women's, different sizes, styles, models, and it is available for you right now. And guess what? Because you're a Locked on Redskins podcast listener, we have a special offer for you. Save 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has. That's actionheat.com slash locked on or just simply use the coupon code locked on at checkout. To save 20%, tell them Locked on Redskin sent you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best
2: way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms of Conditions apply, need to hire, you need indeed.
0: All right, guys, we're back here in a flash on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us. It is episode number 141, and we're rejoined by our pal and our friend, Wes McElroy. Again, you can listen to him, Fox Sports 910 in Richmond, where the Redskins train during the summer, and of course, the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia as well. Uh, You can read him in the Richmond Times-Dispatch and, again, Virginia Tech football and VCU basketball, and as well, follow him on Twitter at WesFoxSports910. So, Wes, there's a lot to get to here. Um, Before we get to the football element of it, um, the television ratings were interesting. I'm not a big TV ratings guy, even though we're in a ratings business, and I guess everything is about ratings and this, that, and the other thing, but uh, the... Ratings for the Redskins were just squashed by the Cowboys and the Eagles in both, uh, really, in in Washington, D.C., Richmond, and in Norfolk, Virginia. So a wide swath of different markets, but obviously all in a major state for the Redskins and a major part of their fan base, crushed by the Cowboys and the Eagles, as opposed to the Redskins and the Giants. And, and I would ask you this. I wasn't surprised, A, because... You're comparing a 425 Eastern window and it's the Cowboys and it turned out to be a good second half and overtime compared to a dead game, even though the Redskins had a chance still at the playoffs when it started at one o'clock, a different window against another bad team in the Giants. Were you surprised by, I guess, the disparity in favor of the Cowboys and Eagles compared to the lack thereof interest or measurable interest in the Redskins?
3: No, I wasn't really because the the vibe that I got after Monday Night Football was it's done here. Like the season's done, it's over. Because you could you could sit there and you could at least make an argument. Colt McCoy knew the offense. Colt mm-hmm. McCoy knew how to work this system. Mark Sanchez comes in and you saw the offense sputter in the second half. You see this defense get run over. No, I'm I'm really not surprised. There were a couple other things going on down here in Richmond, at least from the Richmond market of it. There was a big uh it's very rare it only happens a couple of years as you got uva and vcu that was in the 130 slot so that was going up against oh, okay. it and vcu massive fan base uva you know, basketball is probably one of your bigger if not your biggest uh you, know, you know sports teams in terms of the commonwealth of virginia but still the nfl rules all but it's just i mean look you got a red zone out there you had a massive snowstorm going on at the same time people are just chris i, I I can pick up on this day one of training camp. People are just apathetic. I mean, they there's no there, there's no emotion. There's no reason to be excited. And the way this season is tailed off and twisted and gone in so many different directions. No, I mean, people just have other things to do. It's the right. holiday season. There's basketball on. And they know this team's not going anywhere. And, um, heck, even if you watched the first half of that game, you, just, you were done with it. I mean, that's what I basically did. I sure. watched half of it. Had some family stuff going on, kind of peeked my head in, watched a little bit of the second half here and there. And, uh, yeah, just people – Richmond's a little bit of a different area. You have a lot of Cowboys fans, Steelers fans, Giants fans, Eagles fans. But there's also, I've always said, there's also a California-like element to it. Mm-hmm. People around here, they won't live and die. There's if there's sports teams out of it. There's other things to do. There's other places to go. Well, I think that's the same in
0: Washington, D.C., though, too. Yeah, I mean, everything I totally, you just totally described, it, it's it's similar to that in D.C. I'm not surprised by this at all. And quite honestly, I was not expecting the Redskins and the Giants in a 1 o'clock window to outdraw the Cowboys and the Eagles. Why would they? It... With Mark Sanchez? And 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 also forty to nothing or thirty four nothing at halftime. Like you correctly point out, because the rating, what and I don't know much about TV ratings and how they're exactly sampled. But I mean, we're talking about a a three hour window here. Everyone turned the game off at half, if not before.
3: I come, this is something that will always be, and, and it gets way, in a way held against me being down here, is I'm from the Philadelphia area, mm-hmm. and everyone knows it, and all you have to do is listen to my voice for five seconds. You'll know I'm not from Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> but I, it stands out to me. You and I have been around sports long enough. People will stick with their team in good times and bad, mm-hmm. and they will struggle. And that's why the Cleveland Browns still have the dedicated fans that they have today. This fan base has had it, and I applaud this fan base. Because not a, they're not going, they're done with it. They're not going, they're not watching. The message couldn't be any louder. And that's where I circle back to. I mean, what more has to happen for Dan Snyder to fire Bruce Allen, to relieve him of his duties? Because this does not happen. You can go and Google anything about attendance right now. I know Virginia Tech, uh, they've been struggling. They're, they're struggling with attendance. But all of college football struggling with attendance but not to these proportions. Correct. This is the NFL. You only have 32 teams, Correct. and you have right now a situation where it is, it's just speckled among that upper bowl. It, 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 this fan base could not be screaming any louder, make a massive change, or we're done. And they're, back. they're not only saying it, but they're backing up, and that's where I applaud Redskins fans because it's one thing to sit here and talk loud and fire off tweets and have hot takes, when you put your money where your mouth is or you put your money back in your pocket, it's been ascending on this team. I don't know how the message can't be any clearer. Enough is enough.
0: My pal and colleague, Wes McElroy, with us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. We've got a couple of things to do in just about three minutes or so. So I'm going to ask you uh, two quick things here. What does one or two more wins out of the next three mean for Jay Gruden? Do you think that saves his job? And, and I guess vice versa, if they go 0-3, oh, do you think he's definitely gone?
3: I think if you get three more of what you had on Sunday, yeah, he's going to be gone. And Chris, I, I really don't know. I'm complicated on the Jay thing because I sometimes feel like he's not playing with a full deck. Other times I wonder you know, exactly what he's doing, where he strays from the run or he'll make a call or there'll be clock mismanagement four or five years into his tenure. What I, what I ultimately think should happen in a perfect world, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, if you're Dan Snyder, You get rid of Bruce Allen. You relieve him of his duties. You sit him down and say, thanks, you're done here. And then you bring in a football guy. You bring in a true blue football guy. And I wish I had a name or two for you. But then you say, here, here are the keys. Do what you got to do. And maybe he keeps Jay Gruden for another year, and he evaluates what Jay works. And he understands, hey, Jay's a good coach, but he's going to need this, that, and a third. And he's not going to need this ex-redskin, or he's not going to need this quarterback, or he needs an O-line addressed. So I... I'm a little torn on Jay Gruden. I'm not ready to can Jay Gruden right now because I don't think Jay Gruden's had everything that he has needed. I've had moments of questioning him, but I also there's certain situations where I wonder how much Jay's hands are really tied, and he's sitting there wondering, you know, what do I got to do to get on par with certain other teams in this league?
0: Wes McElroy is with us for another moment or so. Um Maybe more than a moment here on the Locked On Redskins podcast, episode number one forty one. Um, so Josh Johnson takes over in a forty to nothing game, Wes, and does a pretty good job outside of one bad interception, uses his legs, mobility, they score two touchdowns, a couple of two-point conversions. He throws the ball pretty well. He seems like he's got a fairly live arm. We know he's fresh. We know he's got legs with a week to prepare now and the knowledge that he's the starting quarterback. What do you expect? when you go against a still pretty good defense led by Jalen Ramsey in Jacksonville?
3: I wish I had an answer for you, Chris. I don't know. I've seen Josh play a couple of times. I know Josh a little bit from his connection. Uh, He's cousins with Marshawn Lynch and Marshawn Lynch's best friend is Michael Robinson, who I do a show with. So I've actually done some work with these guys and I, I don't, I mean, look, there's gotta be a reason that he's playing in a football league that few people know exist. Um, He's had good moments. I think he knows Jay's system, but he's still a guy, and I, I can't put a ton of stock in. I I, I, pra- I applaud the effort. I like the moxie. I love the energy of someone who has this opportunity to get back in the league and what he did late in that game, but I, I can't say it's going to spark the Redskins. He's competing. I'll give you that, but I, I keep circling back to the re- two things. It was late in that game against the Giants. They knew they had it in hand, and this guy has been in and out of the league and hasn't thrown a pass since 2013.
0: My guy Wes McElroy, great to have him with us here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Again, make sure you give him a follow and a thanks at Wes Fox Sports 910 on Twitter. If you're in the Virginia area uh or Richmond area in Virginia, you can listen to him on the radio, Fox Sports Nine Ten on the AM side as well, radio.com nationwide and worldwide, where you can listen to his radio program in Morning Drive as well. Read him in the Richmond Times Dispatch. Also does Virginia Tech Football and VCU Ram basketball. My guy Wes always great to have you aboard happy holidays to you and your family and i hope to see you real soon okay thanks Blood. thanks again for the invite yeah thanks for doing this that's a great west mcelroy jay gruden next as we wrap up the locked on redskins podcast stay tuned but first guys is your company looking for a new way to reach customers well your company can be mentioned right here and right now podcast listeners are 60 percent more likely to interact with sponsors they hear on their podcasts our demographic is 98 percent males and has more education and earning than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast, Locked On Redskins, and the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Email me at russellmania09, that's R-U-S-S-E-L-L-M-A-N-I-A-09, russellmania09 at gmail.com, and I'll get you all the details.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 141 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Now let's hear from head coach Jay Gruden, who was still somber on Monday afternoon at Redskins Park when he addressed reporters Courtesy of Redskins audio.
4: And with Jordan, uh, obviously he's had foot and toe issues over the last couple of years. Is this something that is onto that, or is this a new thing? And all of the the rehab and the things that he's done to, to get better is all that safe? Yeah, all that safe. This is a new one. Do you see Zach Brown starting this week, or how do you kind of
1: plan to move forward with Sean and? Yeah, we'll you know, see.
4: I think uh, I need a good week of practice from him. He missed a couple days last week and. Um, you know, we had him in a sub package, and then uh, when Sean Dean went down, he played a lot. So, you know, it's a decent group. We just got to get more out of them.
1: Was any of that for Zach performance related, or was it just because he missed the practices? Um,
4: he missed. Sean Dean took the reps and was uh, ready to go.
1: You've, you've had guys who have had to miss before and can still go out there and play. Is there was he just not one of those guys you would trust to do that?
4: No, we had him uh, up, and like I said, in a sub package. Um, and then we're just going to start Sean Dion in base just to get it started. And then as the game went on, we were going to see how Sean Dion did and then uh, move on from there. Jay, you kind of watched the game yesterday. I don't know how much you watched of it, but, I mean, the the defense continues to see have that little bit of a decline. Can you kind of put a finger on some of the things that happened yesterday and even in past weeks and recent weeks? Well, we're, we're trying to put our finger on it, and uh, we're trying to put guys in the right spots um, at the end of the day. Um It's about getting off blocks it's about pursuit angles it's about tackling and we did a good job of that for some of the time but the glowing play the glaring plays were the long runs you know he had an 80-yard run i believe a 50-yard run and another 30-yard run and those things we just got out of gaps and then we took poor angles uh, at the second level so uh he's a great back without a doubt but we made it easy on him on a couple of those long runs for sure Fatigue with this defense a little bit. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, the young guys are holding up pretty good on the inside I think Payne had a very good game and Jonathan Allen held up on the inside, you know on the outside, you know, Kerrigan and and, uh, Preston uh, did what they could and then uh, linebackers, you know, we just for whatever reason, you know I think it's a combination really. I've I've said it many many times in the run game on defense You know uh, It's such a gap control game that if one guy gets out of the gap or one guy misses a tackle Uh, It's a big play, potentially, especially against a good back like Saquon, and and he made us pay a couple times with some good cutbacks and uh, some missed tackles.
0: Uh, Jay, you said yesterday you were going to go back through each of the 15 penalties, especially the holdings, and kind of get a look and maybe send some to the league. Do you have a better feel for um, the the penalties and and whether you guys were deservedly flagged for some of those?
4: Yeah, I mean, throw a flag, you know, I – there's a couple of them that I have really major questions on, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like that every week. You could probably watch a film and go back and rewind it 10 times. You can find a holding call on every play, and or uh, not a holding call on any play that they called. So no matter how you look at it, I guess, but uh, it's an issue that uh, has haunted us all year. We uh, lead the league in penalties. It continues to get worse. Uh, I think when you have a league league in penalties, I think it alerts the referees before the game, and they might watch us a little more closely. You know, I told our guys today. So. That being said, obviously, we have to do a better job of getting our hands out and get our hands off the face mask. But 14 penalties to two penalties, uh, a little odd, but uh, we got to deal with it. We got to overcome them.
2: Jay, a couple guys talked about just kind of being frustrated with, you know, the last couple of weeks with everything. Do you pull the team together and kind of talk about staying in a good mental space, or is that something that, you know, you don't feel is unnecessary kind of thing to do?
4: Well, mental space is very important. You know, we got to get in the right frame of mind. We can't lose any uh, confidence, but we have to understand we got to work. We got to work harder than our opponent. We got to practice harder. We got to be up on our fundamentals. Uh, We have to be up on our assignments. We have to be focused in on every play. You know, and when you're playing against very talented players on the other side of the game, other other side of the field, no matter who you play, they're going to have players that if you lack in focus for one snap, it's going to cost you. uh, we played good. I mean, I can put a highlight reel together the last four weeks on defense, and we look pretty darn good. But I can put a whole highlight reel together that uh, looks pretty poor. And obviously, we have to get rid of those poor plays, those big plays that are killing us. And offensively, we got to find a way to make some big plays. Not until the end of the game we finally manufacture some chunk yards. So uh, chunk yards is a huge part of pro football. something we have to avoid on defense, something we have to get to on offense.
1: When you look at Josh's second half johnson's how do you measure that i mean obviously there was a big deficit when he came in so maybe the giants are playing differently than they may have if it was 10 to nothing or whatever how do you measure his performance and um kind of putting some of that aside
4: well i think they're playing the same coverage they didn't change up uh, their game plan when josh came in i think josh came in and provided a spark with his legs a little bit avoided some pressure uh, moved around got to the second third progressions on a few throws uh despite just getting here so you know i was impressed with his poise mostly and his ability to uh, maneuver in the pocket you know with the offensive line and flux the way it is you know new right guard you know Ty playing left guard for the first time chase coming off the injury Uh, we had some push up the middle so i thought it was necessary to try to get somebody who can move around a little bit better and josh did that you know he's he's always been a guy in the pocket that is pretty dangerous when he moves around gets outside and uh and he was familiar with the system and, and handled the for the most part, he did a pretty good job with the snap count and uh, formations and, and plays. So, uh, you know, I think there's an upside there that we can build off of.
1: Why do you think it's been so hard for him to to stick with the job? I mean, he's been he's been kind of all around. Why is it? Yeah, been- when you
4: watch Josh play, you know he's you know he can he can be hot and cold. You know, throwing the ball. You know, he can throw a great ball and then throw one in dirt and then throw a great ball. You know, the consistency probably uh, what people see uh, now his age. He's a little bit older. Guys want to probably go younger, try to get a younger guy in here, but. You know, he's been on uh, 11 or 12 teams uh, you can look at it as a negative you can look at it as a positive that he does have a skill set that is intriguing and uh, when he gets an opportunity uh, like he did yesterday you know uh, he does pretty well so uh, he'll get another one another big one on sunday all right that was redskins head coach jay gruden on monday with reporters a small sampling of that
0: we'll have more from the head coach later on in the week thanks again to redskins audio for sending that along and Charlie Broyhill. That's going to do it for us today right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 141. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for downloading. And thanks for listening. And please tell a friend, why don't you? Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Wrestlemania621 at Locked Redskins at Locked on NFL Net on Twitter and Instagram. Adios.